0: I love affair with hip-hop, but never fade away. Sicily yours,
1: hell, hell, Thank you for downloading another episode of Encyclopedia Hip-Hop Podcast. Um, what we're going to do on this show, this episode, it's almost like a freestyle episode. Me and 12 Kyle going to just kick back and just discuss about the things that, that we missed in hip-hop. Um... Things that happened in the 80s and the 90s, some of the rules, some of the, some of the, some of the memories that we had. We're just gonna get back and talk. So um, when you're when you're driving, when you're sitting at work, when you're when you're in traffic, um, yeah, home cleaning up, you want to listen to some good hip hop conversation. Um, this is the show. And um, if you listen on SoundCloud, hit the like. Um, comment. There's a there's a comment section. If You listen on Stitcher. Um do whatever you gotta do on there. I think it's a boat it up or something if you listen on iTunes, uh, four star review or or you know, just just enjoy the show. We're gonna hit the thing and um after that, it's the show. Peace Only you only yes. you,
2: you.
0: Will
2: what? this and appreciate, and appreciate what's, about what's about to happen Now this goes out to my people's
1: representing me a smooth operator i correctly
2: Now this goes out to my people's representing me like Now this goes
3: out to my people's representing This <laughs> and make moves with all the mommies. Hey. You can see that bastard. Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommy?
2: Allow to introduce myself. You want the man? Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommy? You said I'm not the easy. You wanna make it better? Most critically acclaimed Pulitzer Prize winner, best storyteller, thug narrator. When I step up in the place, I go, I step correct. Girls, rub on your titties
0: up, yeah. My attitude is all fucked up in hey, real city I, I got you stuck on the real
2: Flyest, flyest, OG pimp, hustler, gangster player, hardcore motherfucker living today. To be honest, I am totally and completely on his dick.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Encyclopedia Podcast. I'm eclectic. Um, Now on SoundCloud. So, if you're listening on SoundCloud, congratulations. If you're not, go over to SoundCloud, listen to the show, put some comments on there, tell all your friends, follow it and everything because um, that's what's up. Anyway, what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about things that we miss about hip hop. Things that was going down in the 80s and the 90s and the golden era and the silver if you wanna call it the diamond, the good old days. Um, but I'm not gonna do it by myself. I got 12 cow back. From the yeah, 12 yeah, yeah, yeah. 12 Kyle podcast now.
4: Definitely. That's right.
1: You know, so um so we gonna we're gonna we're gonna get into um, what he's been up to and everything in a little bit. But but you know on this show we don't play around. We just get down to the hip hop because that's what you hit play for so with that being said we both grew up when you know you had your box outside and, 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 and everyone's listening to different types of music what are some of the things that you miss about that era um, you know what man well first and foremost man thanks for having me back
4: on man Always a pleasure to come on here and kick it with you yeah. uh, you know I should I should be on the title right about now as far as most appearances on the podcast uh, so I feel good about that um, but yeah man it, it's, uh, it's 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 interesting that you asked me that because I think over a period of time and the further and further we get away from the era that in which you mentioned, you find out how much more you miss it uh one of the things that stand out to me man and i'm pretty sure the same for you is just the originality man i mean like i'm i'm not really i probably listen to more and that is i listen to very little hip-hop of today but i probably listen to more hip-hop of today than you do but like on. this <laughs> there's very little originality in it i mean like back in the day man we were coming up the last thing you wanted to be associated with would be being a, being a fighter. I mean, like somebody who copies somebody's style. I mean, like, you you just had to be original. So the originality of those times really stood out to me because, I mean, like, it was almost a cardinal sin. You did not want to be like anybody else. You didn't want to look like nobody else. You didn't want to sound like nobody else. I mean, like, that was just the worst thing that you could do in hip-hop would be... I mean, like, you would, you, you would rather be called gay they call <laughs> call the fighters but tonight let's talk about the ones who bite although
5: they know they won't never get it right cuz they have no and they have no day they'll buy another bubble to boost their own name get paid correct on a one-way gimmick i'm happy
4: for your low life but man but there's a lesson you know what i'm saying so it was just like and now it's like i look around and i'm like damn and i kind of feel for this younger generation because all they know is just the copycat stuff. I mean, like everything is, you know, if, if like, if I had a hit this year, you know, everybody else gonna be biting my style, so so they can have a hit next year. Um, So I really miss that, man. That, that's one of the things I think that really stands out to me, just the originality. I mean, your name said it all and all you had was your name and your skill. So, you know, you couldn't come, you couldn't come whack. I mean, like that was just the biggest thing. You had to be original and you couldn't come whack. And I think, Back one of the great parts of that era was during that time, cats really took appreciation for what it was that they brought to the table. Um and they kind of stood out on their individuals. You know, I mean if you were an MC, you let it be known that, hey, I'm an MC. I can rock the crowd. And and it wasn't about any fancy gimmicks or anything like that. So I I would probably say the first thing that would come to my mind would be just being original, man. Just the originality of each artist.
1: Yeah, because even people in crews didn't sound the same. So, like, I mean, you had the Juice Crew. Nobody was really, you know, Shan wasn't Kane, and Kane wasn't Biz, and Biz wasn't G-Rap, and Mm G-Rap wasn't Shantown. Hell, Payne wrote for Shantae and Biz, and they didn't sound the same. And that was the same person that was writing. Right. So, I mean, that's how, <laughs> that's how right. bad or uh, how bad you didn't want to sound like. So I was like, look, lace me up with a joint, but it can't sound like you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, um, and the fact that um, this kind of goes into one of the things that I miss, and it's, it's similar to what you said, is... You had different subgenres in hip hop, where not only do you have people that sound the same now, the mm-hmm. subject matter is the same. Oh, no and, question. And 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 you could argue and say, well, the subject matter was the same back in the day. Everybody was doing the brag rap, saying that they was better. And to to a certain extent, that's true. But the difference is how they would do it. You would do. One person would do you know, uh, EPMD would do I'm Strictly Business, which is telling them, you know, <laughs> step off from Strictly Business. Mm-hmm. But then you would have um Rakim do I Ain't No Joke, which technically is saying that it's the same thing, but they're two totally different songs right, right. in the way that they would do them.
4: Yeah, and
1: I think I, it, that's a great point.
4: And I think, you know, it, MCs really stood out on it like they they really really that was their calling card saying okay well hey and, and yeah it was bragging but I mean that's what we did and that's, right. that's what was great about it was that you could hear five different rhymes from five different MCs you know necessarily talking about the same thing but they all stood out and, and carried their own merit and I think the streets restre- respected that even more the listener respected that even more because like I said it was original
1: yeah I mean the fact that <laughs> Again, this—I mean—we're just throwing things. This, this is the reminisce. This is the thing that I miss. Show, like, the whole point, for the most part, was to be recognized as a dope MC. Mm-hmm. You wanted to be known on the block or on on people that listen to your music as he can rhyme. Right and that guy could rhyme he's better than everybody that I know he's better than everybody that I've heard exactly. He's better than this person that person that was that was what we would we would argue about we would we would you know you'd be on the block like ah, oh, this dude is nicer than this dude and especially if you rhymed yourself it'd be well this dude is nice he ain't nicer than my man two blocks over and you would go two blocks over yeah
2: hey,
4: bow <laughs>
1: and a, you know and you would just go and just listen to him and be like damn. He is nice, and then yeah, you battle him or, or something. But on the on the DMC, I'm the king of rock. Rap wasn't even a genre, so he had to say rock, mm-hmm. you know. But he was saying, "Look, I'm I'm the dopest I'm the king." And then after that, everybody was, well, everybody wanted to be the king. the king. I'm the king. I'm the king. This person's the king, you know. And, and then LL came out. He was the crown prince. Right, uh, he right, was the right, prince. right. Everybody wanted to just be
4: better than the next person and you know what's interesting about that too is that you'd have like you said dmc come out and say he's the king and for the most part nobody would challenge guys on that like okay dmc said he the king but i'm 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 my own king in this area or whatever like that and it was just you know it was about their boroughs and and all of that other good stuff man so i think those are one of the things that really stood out to me about that time that i missed um another thing that i missed which you kind of alluded to uh just man the lyricism man like i said i I have tried, <laughs> for no particular reason, I've actually tried to listen to some of the hip hop of today. Now there's some that I do like, but what I miss, man, I just don't hear the lyricism. I mean, like, if you come to me and you say, yo, such and such got a nice song out. And then I'm like, okay, well, what's what's dope about it? Before I, before I even hear it. So what's yeah. dope about the song? Oh man, that beat is going off. <laughs> the beat. <laughs> I'm like really I mean dude I, I mean I I I could get a beat tape if I wanted to hear dope beat I mean like I'm not really and, and don't get me wrong I like dope beats we all do but at the same time if your calling card is the fact that this guy has a dope beat that's not necessarily I mean because he could be rhyming like shit you know what I'm saying I mean like I'm not really gonna be checking for that so I miss the lyricism I miss the lyricism of hip hop I miss being dope and and like you said the subject material and you probably could speak to it more than i can because i for the life of me i can't really put my finger on when it changed from being about just your rhymes are just about being dope as opposed to the materialism now don't get me wrong i the whole shiny suit era yeah. <laughs> the the player era we liked that you know it was cool it but was, that it was th-
1: that was because we liked it because it wasn't
4: everything
1: exactly
4: exactly and everybody wasn't rhyming like that so as much as you could have listened to bad boy you could go over here and turn on uh, a tribe called quest and get something totally different the game was really really balanced i mean you you had a little bit of everything but the... And again, I, I didn't mind the materialism because hip-hop has always been about flash. I mean, right. you, you talked about L.L. You know, L.L. had... He was he was real flashy. T. Rakim had gold in his videos. I mean, like, so EBMD had album covers. They leaned on Benzes. So it was always about material. But it wasn't
1: necessarily thrown in our faces in the well, 80s and 90s. Well, here's the difference. You know, because... Um, and I, I spoke about this on the... Um, The Hilltop Hustler show I did Where you had the My Era Where it was My Girl, My Benz My my Adidas The thing was You would would talk about The flashy things that you had But it was how you Talked about them that made it dope It was My Adidas walk through I mean you was like okay It wasn't just I have a pair Right, (laughs) Right. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> it wasn't, you know, it was like, you know, uh, Gucci, Louis, Louis Vuitton, Fendi. They would put it in there, like that's what Cool C was getting the chick to live the glamorous life. It wasn't just, I have a bag, my friend has a bag. Mm-hmm. We all got bags, and that's what they're doing right now. I got a car, my man got a car, we got a car, he got a car, you know. And 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 I think that, um it's something to say with the deliverable. It was how people would would spit and make you think, damn, and now this is another thing, and this is something I said a long time ago. The difference was in the 80s and 90s, MCs would rhyme about things that were still attainable. No question. Like when they said my ideas, you were like, well, I'm going to go to a footlocker or <laughs> JC Jason, Jason Pennies right. and get me some Adidas. You know? If you was, if you was driving i am I'ma get me a car. You know, mm-hmm. um, if you if you wanted a gold chain, you could go snatch somebody's gold chain and have a gold chain. But it wasn't like, yeah, we we on this plane sipping this and like, I can't even relate right no, now. You no, you can't. You can't relate. We can't. And and that's the thing that...
4: And that's where the disconnect happened because when you started rhyming about all of that other stuff... Shit sure that having, you really don't have. Yeah, yeah and, and that's the thing too. Like, even when EPMD... Like, let's say they rhymed about a Benz. You know, and then we saw a video with them in the Benz. Now, we don't know what they... We don't know, you know, if they could really afford a Benz or not. But they made it believable. And the thing is, is that when you... Even if, if you look at the artists of today, you know, they're rhyming about Bentleys and Bugattis and stuff like that. And you then you look at their album sales. You look at their, what they sold. and You're like, man, you, you can't afford that stuff. You don't even have that stuff. So it's like you're, you're creating an aura that you can't even live up to. At least back then, I felt like they could live up to what they were rhyming about. And like you said, they made it attainable. And the, I uh, mean,
1: and the other thing with that, though is if they were saying if they were spitting about something that was just crazy you could tell or they were saying it in a way that you were like ah uh, that's just dope how he said that right but the MC's now are trying to make you believe that- <laughs> listen <laughs> listen when we heard better fact when we saw the video to I got it made we knew Right. Special Ed didn't have um, seventy four Honda scooters.
4: Hey, but it was dope though. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: and, and we, and, and, but and he said it in such a way. Why would you have seventy four of the same? Honda right, scooter? right. So we knew, but they wanted to make you think it was. um Remember the classic Red Man Crips. Yes, yes, all time favorite. That was really his spot. Hmm. He said that MTV was like, yo, you should rent a place for Cribs. He said a lot of people on Cribs were renting spots
2: mm-hmm. for the
1: show. And he was like, I this is if I'ma do it, I'm gonna show you really what it is. This is how I'm living. And he's kind of the last of that era where it's like, man, look, this is this is what it is. And and you got your your, your Rick Rosses and your whatnots. Oh. With, with, so, and look, you know, maybe at this point you have one of these, but you didn't really pay for it. It's the it's the labels, right? Or it's, it's You know what? Maybe you did, but why did you waste all your money on that knowing? <laughs> right. You know, Sam. But yeah.
4: and you you mentioned something else, and that, that's like my third point. Um, the uh, as far as one thing I miss. Is, is just the fun in the videos, man. Like, I remember, like... And and, and I'm going to take it back, man. I, I remember Rap City. I remember Yo! MTV Raps. But more importantly j- than just those shows and the, and the DJs or the VJs, if you will, that, that introduced the videos, I mean, like, everybody was having fun in the videos. I mean, like, you wasn't walking around mean mugging. You wasn't walking around, you know, just, like you said, just living this glamorous lifestyle. The videos were just... I mean... Picking artists, it doesn't matter. Picking artists from the, I'd say, mid-80s to maybe the mid, or early to mid-90s. Pick a video. Yeah. I guarantee you that you're going to see them having some fun in the video. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody was having fun in the videos. I mean, like, it wasn't as serious. And it's like, now, I don't even watch videos, but the few videos that I do see. And, and then another thing, too, that always stood out to me was that there was always a correlation with the video and the song. The video went with the song because back in the day, a lot of times, especially with the advent of video, sometimes we would see the, we would hear the song way before we saw the video. But then when we saw the video, we like, oh, okay, okay, I see what he's doing there, like that. I mean, like, look at children's story. I mean, Slick Rick is telling a story But when you look at the video, it's the Keystone Cops. Rick is having a good time. The video matches the song. He don't have, you know, four women on the hood of a Mercedes Benz. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You know, I mean, so it's, it's just, I miss the fun, man. The videos were actually... I'm pretty sure they were fun to make but they were even more fun to watch so I I think that probably is my third point as far as like things that I really really miss I miss the fun in the videos man the fun in hip hop
1: period like yes people used even here's the point N.W.A. we saw the we saw the movie yep we 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 know how rough it was in Compton and we know how you know easy it was getting down in the whole thing and Mm -hmm. they're the most as they're the most gangsterous of gangsters they put the gangster they gangster gangster they made a song Gangsta, gangster on their most gangsterous album they're having fun yes
0: you a redneck white chicken shit
1: <laughs> on their yes. most on their most gangsterous song, "Fuck the Police," they got a skit at the end of it, having fun. Yep. So hip hop didn't take itself too seriously, even even when Public Enemy made "Night of the Living hits. Oh my god they had That Chris Thomas, that Chris Thomas in the video with Mary and a <laughs> pot. <laughs> And a, <laughs> she was pissing in and and, and 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 um and and flav with MC MC Light was the um the news reporter. Yeah, yeah. I mean so even the 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 most serious of topics or the most serious of songs even the fight the power video mm-hmm. flave is dancing around and having yep. fun you know, so so yeah, the fun in hip hop it's gone and it's 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 maybe it's because they're more focused on money right now. I guess. And I know. guess. But the thing is is that you have to you, you have to
4: understand like what what makes it tick. And I think that's a part of and that's the great reason why, you know, we do these podcasts and stuff like that, is because this helps bridge the gap. But trust me, anybody listening to this who's young trust me hip-hop wasn't this serious back then it just wasn't and you know even the most like he said even the most serious groups you know they still had fun in their videos they still had a fun and good time their shows were fun you know you you gotta bring the fun back because you know it's it's a cycle and nobody stays on top forever and you know just lighten up man like i just i mean cats just be so mean and just i just I, that's why and that's part of the reason why I've kind of pushed myself away from what I see today because I just can't relate and it's not it's not because I'm older and maybe it is because I'm older but I just on a on a common ground I, most of I can't relate to
1: yeah I, and and maybe we'll have another show we'll have a get off my lawn show where, <laughs> I need that I where, need that we'll discuss what we'll discuss what we don't really feel about today's or the current generation of hip hop but But one of the things that I miss, and this is a small thing, and and again, it's the small things that really make up my enjoyment of hip-hop, but MCs, when they're performing, they're performing over their song. Yeah, I don't like like that either. Like, I understand back in the day you would have an instrumental and you would have the end of the first would be on air or something. You know if you know if the last word you would hear that like if you listen to the bridges over instrumental it'll have cares ones the last the last word mm-hmm. you know but they're rapping over like hit play and then i'm gonna rap and it's lazy i mean if I'm going to pay whatever I'm going to pay to go see Right, right, right. I don't want to hear what I listen to <laughs> on the way to the show. Right. Now, here's the thing. And, and 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 this is taking it to the extreme a little bit, but not really. Millie Vanilli got ran out of the business for yep. lip syncing. Now, you said, well, it wasn't really them. But technically... They doing the same thing that artists are doing now. That's true. So if that. you go see uh, 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 Drake oh. and and his um, CD skip, <laughs> he gonna still go, but you gonna know that it's a CD. You already know. See, here's the difference. Okay, when it was them, you didn't know because they was doing whatever they was doing. But you know it's a CD because he'll put the... He won't have the mic up and the, the song is still going or you hear the chorus and if it's only one person on stage where, where are right, right. people coming from and you know i think that really
4: i i that used to really really bother, and it still does bother me as far as r&b was concerned because i'm like you if i come to hear you sing i come to hear you sing and rappers didn't do that for a long time man and then i think man I, I don't know when it happened and I know you're going to say Mary J, but... <laughs> but, uh, but, um yeah, that 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 would bother the hell out of me because, no, I, I'm coming to the show. I paid $100 to see you perform. I want to see you perform. I don't want to hear you rhyming over the track because I, I listen to the tracks on my way to the show. I'm going to listen to the tracks on my way home. Right. I don't need... You know, nah, man, don't do that.
1: And, That's and, crazy. And back in the day, people would just run and every now and then like a, a Karis wanna be like well it's a freestyle cause he, he really feeling the beat and right. he would he would do a whole different verse oh he would just do something off the top of his head mm-hmm. you can't do that when your song is playing <laughs> so you know you lose the spontaneity of hip hop you know so uh, that's that's one of the things that I miss um another small thing a really small thing I this is, this is back when I used to write stuff okay and, and 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 when I'm listening in the 80s you wouldn't hear an MC use the same word repeatedly in the same verse okay, okay. like you know <clears throat> how Jay-Z I love vicious. No one would ever do that. (laughs) (laughs) The whole point of it was to find a word that rhymes with the other word that would give the message that you're trying to do. It's lazy to just, I would just use the same fucking, use the same word seven times in a row because I can't come up, I, I can't come up with something that rhymes with this. That would give the, the the point I'm trying to make. And that's annoying to me. You would I would write and then you're like, I don't I don't know what to put here because I right, just, right, right. just use that word. I can't <laughs> they're gonna say I'm whack if I use this word. If I if you rapping in front of somebody and you like, uh, uh this, uh, uh, this are like, nigga, you just said Right. You
4: whack. <laughs> so so you went were, you weren't feeling juveniles, huh? That's you and that big body Benz,
1: huh? You on old lady in the friend's huh? I mean, <laughs> I thought, see, now here's the thing. I thought that that song was a complete joke. Like, not even like Biz. I was just like, they just ran out of stuff to put on TV. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, it's a classic, though. Right, right, right. But it's terrible. Like, okay. Case in point Freaky Tales. Ah, Freaky Tales is, is a classic, but no one is confusing this dude for uh, Coogee Rap. Right, and he, he won, You know what the next word is. You know, if you it, I met this girl, her name was Terry. You like okay? <laughs> He's about to either say scary or hairy. Right, right. that's it. And then you listen, there it is. But now it would be I met this girl, her name was Terry. She also had a friend and her name was Terry.
4: <laughs>
1: is, this, is this really what we're doing right now?
4: Yeah, man. It, it, it's it's and that goes back to what we talked about, it, just the lyricism, man. Like and and I can understand how that would would get on someone's nerves. You know, and I think for me, it's probably gotten to the point where it's happened so much. I don't even pay attention to it anymore. I just don't, you know, like and, and but I know exactly what you mean. And no, no, back back then, no, nobody was rhyming like that. You just couldn't, cause the listener would say, "Man, you just said that."
1: <laughs> they wouldn't let you get away with using the same word. Nah, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, and a matter of fact, that you had your um, back to the point earlier about originality. You had your. I can if I want to if I want to laugh. I'm going to go throw on my best, Markie. Or Or the fat fat boys. boys. Or the fat boys. But if I want to hear what's going on in the streets, I'm going to listen to this. If I want to hear somebody that's just going to kill it on the mic, I'm going to listen to this person. I'm going to listen to Kane. I'm going to listen to, you know, and even if if I want to dance, I'm going to listen to this person. You know, sometimes you would be like, I'm going to just, if I want to drive. Here, this this is who I listen to when I'm doing my homework. You know, mm-hmm. you have these type of people, but now it's like, well, it's just I'm just gonna turn on some music because all of these do Now listen, of course not all loveful, but the, if you want to be popular, <laughs> so so that's the that's the that's the shift. The shift was, I'm assigning you in '85, but you can't sound like him. Now mm-hmm. it's I'ma sign you, but you gotta sound like him. Right. And so like it was it's um uh Russell Simmons didn't sign Nas because he said he sounded too much like Coogie Rap.
4: Wow. <laughs> how do you feel about that now? <laughs> you know what
1: I'm saying? He was like, nah, I get out of here because he sounded like Coogie Rap. He was like he sounds just like this dude. And so I mean you No, know, it's like so no matter how dope you um, um. It was like we said, or I said on the uh, Light versus Antoinette thing. It was a diss to say the Antoinette was a Rock Him sounding like. They, mm-hmm. they, they used to diss uh, EPMD, said they it sound like Rock Yeah, they said the flow was too slow. It was a diss if you sounded like somebody, even if that person was dope. That's the equivalent. Uh, ladies and gentlemen of someone like man you play just like Jordan get out (laughs) of (laughs) here or you biting Jordan yeah and some people don't like Kobe for that yeah that's true (laughs) old heads because old heads is like get
4: out of here there's there's like you know he watched uh, 40 hours of come fly with me
1: (laughs) and bit Jordan style yeah we we liked originality you know and and, then it's, it's, that's, that's one of the things that, you know, has gone.
4: You know, one thing I miss too, man, and, and it's subtle and I don't know how, how or when it got phased out, man, but I miss the DJ. I miss the D and we talked about it, I think before my show, but I miss the DJ and the DJ's role in hip hop. I mean, now don't get me wrong. The DJ still, if you go to clubs or you still go to parties, anybody that does that, I mean, yeah, you still going to have a DJ and then he's going to rock the party or he's going to be trash. And I, I will tell you this right now, one of the worst things that I hate, and I don't really do clubs like that anymore, but if I go to a club or a lounge, I'll go to a lounge now. Um, but if the DJ's whack, yo, I'm out of there. I like I can't stand whack DJs. Like, so the DJ's gotta be on point for me to go, first and foremost, especially if I spend my money, right? So secondly, I think like the DJ's role, like we saw with Eric B and Rakim. We saw with uh, Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince. I mean, like you would have the DJ would get featured songs on albums. I mean, like sometimes in the case of, like Jazzy Jeff, you know, multiple songs mm-hmm. on an album. I mean, like, and I know why, and I know it's not going to happen. It, it, that part of that part of, of hip hop will never come back. Um, I remember I was talking to I was tweeting with some younger cats on hip, on um, on Twitter the other day. And we were paid and full. happened to come up and one of the young cats said, Well, all it you know, all it is, is just scratching on the, on, on paid for. It's just a bunch of scratching. And I'm like, you little dummy, that's what it's <laughs> supposed to be. Like just, that's what they did in the era. It was scratching. Now you may not like Chinese arithmetic. We all know E doesn't like Chinese arithmetic. <laughs> but you know, nonetheless, it still shows the skill of the DJ. And a lot of dope MCs. Well, I, i'm not even gonna say a lot of dope mcs a lot of mcs back from that era they had dj's and like you knew the dj with it now maybe the dj wasn't the feature like with jazzy jeff from fresh prince and, and Eric b and rakim but you knew who ll's dj was yeah. you know you knew who uh uh i, I don't know you know who public enemy's dj was yeah and so like everybody had a dj you knew who, who dini's dj was you know so everybody had a dope dj and, and regardless
1: go ahead and, and hip-hop started with the dj exactly hip-hop didn't start with no no rhyming this was this was the dj would be at the party and then take take the break and keep the song going keep the mm-hmm. dope song going so people's dancing and 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 that's what the dj did it would. Cut, move cross fade it over keep the keep the joint going you know you got a three minute song they make the song nine minutes yep and what happened was somebody was like shit it's a beat I'm gonna rhyme over it but it wasn't even first it wasn't a rhyme it was more of a hype thing like mm-hmm. you know if you listen to the old shows the old songs it's What's your zodiac sign and, <laughs> and, 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 and what kind of jeans you wear? And and that's where the wave your hands in the air yeah. and wave around like you just don't care. Yeah, that <laughs> that's where that came from. I mean that's 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 what it Man the jeans is it Sergio. <laughs> Gloria Vanderbilt, is it Calvin oh, lines What is it? Yeah, I mean, so and and, and so then it, it evolved, and the rapping, you know, rappers delight. Think about it. When you hear rappers delight, that's nothing but the, the song, the, the beat It's just the break. And that song so, is long as hell. Too. Being looped over <laughs> and over again, you know. So, so yeah. I mean, I, I feel you. Um, remember when? Another thing that I miss MCs used to want to stand on their own And by mm-hmm. and, and, and by that I mean Their album Didn't have a ton of features on it No And and especially Their debut album and, and, and When you come out When you first get signed You've been working on that album Your entire life Exactly And so who you're not gonna come out and be like, "Oh, come on, everybody!" <laughs> <laughs> right? Be, right. Hog up have my have my studio time with your shitty verses, and, and 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 even the second, third album. You just wanna like we can name the most classic albums to ever drop, and there's not more than one, maybe two.
4: If that, yeah. Then. Guess well, Yeah. Now if we're
1: talking debut albums, you're gonna almost have zero. So and and this is not something that we prepared um for this show, but let's think about this real quick. Um Criminal Minded, no features. No features. Uh Pain in Full, no features. No features. Um, Aumatic. Yo, Aumatic. Nope. No feature. I mean, well, they, they
4: gave Q-tip. A, they, I, don't, I, wouldn't even call that a feature because he's not actually. Ironic. Yeah, we so didn't know. Well, a Z? Oh yeah, I forgot
1: A Z. But Damn, we I didn't forget that. Okay, so that's one feature. But we didn't know A Z existed. It wasn't like now featuring. <laughs> right, right, he wasn't on the sticker. Right, <laughs> but um, uh, nations of millions. No features. No features. Uh, Great Adventures of Slick Rick. No, no features. features. He had. He knew Dougie Fresh from Lottie Dottie. He didn't even put him on this album. Um, Straight out of Compton. No features. No features. EPMD Strictly Business. No fe- so people now is such and such album is that. Who on there with him? Right. Uh, who, uh, who produced it? Who produced it? Like, why do you care? If you're a fan of this person, then that's just what it is. That's that's the equivalent of, and this 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 is gonna. That's the equivalent of. How would you feel if you were with, you know, your friends were um, uh, hanging out and they said, "Yo, Kyle's coming over. Well, who are you coming with?" <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I ain't good enough to hang out with. I yeah. gotta bring <laughs> what. What are you? What, what are you wearing? <laughs> like, oh, I don't even. Hey, man, don't even let him come over if he ain't coming over with a... Right? If with, he ain't bringing with, a squad. Yeah. If he ain't coming with Craig and Tyrell, man, tell him to stay on at home. <laughs> yeah, that's that's bugged out. And that, you know, and I, 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 now
4: that part of hip hop, I remember because I remember things started to change late '90s, definitely by 2000. I remember and I never forget I was watching BET I was watching videos watching Rap City one day and somebody from Rough Riders album or something like that was coming out. Drag On? (laughs) Shout out to Drag On. Uh, So and there was a commercial for the album and when the commercial I never forget when the commercial came on the first 10-12 seconds was about who was on the album. And then the next five seconds was about who was producing the album. And then at the end of the commercial, it said, the new album by, you know, let's just say it was Jada. New album by Jada Kiss." And I'm like, dude, you, I, I, you, you haven't given me any reason to want to listen to it because I could care if, if it's a Jada Kiss album, I want to hear Jada Kiss. I don't need to hear all of these other people. And like you said, it, it became about who was on your album, who was producing your album. And it's just I, I, and that's why I have and I stopped getting into this conversation on Twitter because uh, the younger cats, man, they, they want to label everything a classic. You, you can't. I don't care how good your album is. If you've got half of the other rap crew rappers on there, <laughs> it's not a classic. Think about it like this. If I'm making an album right, I go get Timberland. I go get Kanye. I go get Pharrell. I go get, let's say, Swiss Beats. Those are four, arguably four of the. Let's just give them a top. Let's say those are four of the top ten producers in hip hop right now. Right. How can you not win with that? So I mean, it's not like, and, and I always go back to Illmatic. If you go, if you look at Illmatic, yes, Primo did a lot of Primo and 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 um Rock. You know, they did tracks, but it wasn't like. Primo was a household name. You know what I'm saying? I mean like he wasn't where like Timberland is now. So to me, you lose credibility if you go get and there's nothing wrong with going to get the best producers. I just I can't give you a classic car and this I know there's another show. And then maybe we'll do another show on that. It's why stuff ain't classic no more. Oh but, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but um but yeah, you it's it's almost like you you loaded up the you've loaded up the the box. So I can't I can't really I don't give you a lot of respect for that I just I just don't, not as far as creativity and originality, because if you did that, you got the best producers, you got the best uh, other MCs you're supposed to have a multi-platinum album, I'm not supposed to, be, I'm not surprised that you got a platinum plaque. I, I will respect it more if it's self-contained and maybe you got one feature, and that's it I, I really appreciate those kind of albums more so than anything else No
1: doubt, look um, let's take a quick break and we're gonna come back with some more stuff that we missed. Um, so while we reminisce, uh, it's, it's, it's like a freestyle show, but we you know we're having fun with it. Um, we'll be back in a second.
2: Two! Wanna ride on these niggas, my nigga? Yeah. Turn up the mics. Yeah, let's get crazy. Nigga, what? Turn up the mics. Y'all bitch ass niggas and slaves, eh? Check it out. Come on. I'm nasty, but fuck bitches. Handcuff snitches, feed they nuts to pit bulls that plan more business. Got sluts on leashes, walking on all fours. Have them eating from dog bowls, petting they heads. Cause they love playing that role, they sexy in bed. Smoking blood. I'm out of control, with death on the fence. Cup spills with gray goose, watching snuff films, laughing with dykes that wear patent leather with spikes. My cheddar is right, Miami Beach playing it low. St. Bart's, rent a house in a boat, 200 down on my throat. Only half of what my wife ice calls Phone call hearing another boss Got his life lost Well, wiping sand off of my toes Read a book called Catcher in the Rye I chose some Bob Marley Then I plotted a scheme To make me and Bump nuts more rich Then I got me a team He got him a team We trying to buy g 4s with missile launchers Tired of walking around with beef with our pistols on us c 4s better I'm calling up some B-More killers To come and bleed you Show us the sun's in the sky You'll surely die You washed up, fuck your people Your people. money ain't as long as mine You dumb and you foul Who you trying to squeeze Old as fuck with Alzheimer's disease We the new breed Nigga, turn up the mics <laughs> Talk about it, be about it Holla at somebody real Turn
1: out the lights Yo, we're back This is the the, the, the things that we miss about hip-hop we, We're hearkening back to the 80s and the 90s Look, um, we understand Look, if you're listening to um, current music hip-hop you you don't have anything to miss because you're listening to it right now so let us (coughs) go back and uh try to try to put you up on what used to be um and and we left off about features and 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 things what used to happen is if you were a part of a crew Mm -hmm. the last song on side a <laughs> Shout out, out, out to the cassettes A, B. Yeah. <laughs> Or the or the last or the last song on the album would be You and Your Crew. So if you if you were LL the go if you were LL, this guy. you would have the Farmers Boulevard joint. That was on um, I think Mama said Nike Well. Um, um the, the DOC had the last the grand song. Finale, in yes. the grand finale, yes. The grand finale. ATL uh Brother Law had the last song. DLC had the um, grand finale with with Cube and the the NWA. ATL, above the law, had the last song with with, um, NWA. Um, And you know the scenario. We had the scenario. Mm -hmm. um, And things like that, but they didn't show up anywhere else on the album. It was just... And and you would look forward to it. And, And one of the other things that I miss is... When there were crews or groups or people yes, yes, that yes. really rocked with each other, instead of now when you have people, you know, I'll email you a track with my verse on it and then you do it and they don't really, you'll see them at a awards or an interview and it's like, yeah, so how'd you hook up? It's like, well, actually, I never met. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. Or, or, or another dude will be like, well, I had this verse for another song and then my people had called and said, when you know back in the day, now even if um uh LL had the verse for Rampage, oh god, even if he had that verse and <laughs> he wrote it five years ago, the difference is you wasn't going to hear that verse anywhere else. No, nope. Rampage, he had the verse. So let's pretend he didn't write it just for that song, which you know, I think he did, but let's just pretend. It's not something that you would unearth. Whereas now you would hear something, you'd be like, oh, they came off. And then you'd be like, oh, listen to this mixtape from three years ago. It's the same verse. Case in point, um, the most famous, what is the most quotable, famous Wu-Tang verse you could think of off the top of your head right now? Uh, Probably Cash. rules was everything around me? Okay. I was going to go with a bomb atomically. Okay. Oh, shit. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, my man, he didn't write that verse for that song. He already had that verse, but you never heard that verse. Right, right, right. Never heard it. He already had that verse, and then Rizzo played the track. He was like, I got something perfect for that joint. And that's where that came from. Matter of fact, it was on the Tony Touch mixtape. Okay. The 50 MC joint. I did I did
0: not know that. Yo, Socrates' philosophies okay. and hypotheses. Okay. Can't find out I'll be okay. dropping these mockeries. Lyrically perform armed robbery. Okay. Flee with the lottery. Possibly they trotted okay. me. Battle scarf, showgun, Explosion when the pen hits. Tremendous. Ultra-violent, shamblings, forensics. Okay. i inspect okay. You through the future see millennium. Killer B sold 50 gold, 60 platinum. Okay. Tackling the masses with drastic okay. rap jackets. Okay. Graphic displays, melt the steel okay. like blacksmiths. Okay. Black wool jackets. Queen bees ease the guns in. Armored okay. with and Gas laced to function. Okay. Heads by the Take score, take fight inside a war. Ooh, to the floor. floor, die hard band Z-Man Moore. Mm-hmm. Behold oh, the bold soldier, control the glow slowly. Oh, Proceeds to blow, swinging swords like Shinobi. Oh, Stomp rounds and pound footprints inside oh, the rock. We got it locked, performing live on your hottest block. Word, we keep it hot, yo. We keep it hot with the motor whizz by my throat. Check it, a yeah. freestyle. Hey, yo, tell man. get this shit raw. Yes. You, you get it off and uncut. You know what I'm saying? Inspector Z, oh, look, oh, yeah. Wow. One time One
1: time, Rebel, time One time for your mind <laughs> so I his did his, not know that it was on the 50 and, and um joint And I think he said He called Tony Torres Like hey Can I use that verse again Because I already did it That <laughs> verse is out there I'm done and, But he was like oh, He was just like It'll go perfect on this beat The triumph joint He was like yeah go ahead Wow. And, and it was his verse, though. He was, yeah, he, he didn't have to ask Tony. He was just used to the kid. Yeah, it was the mere fact that, you know, the men- mentality is I can't do the same verse twice. Like, mm-hmm. like all right, look, this is but it's perfect. Look, all right, yo, you mind if I do this? Because my joy was on a mixtape that almost nobody heard. Exactly. So, you know, but, but the thing is, but back then, though, when you knew somebody, rocked with somebody like um, when you had EPMD and, and and LL, when you had the NWA, the Ruthless Posse crew and then they would pop on somebody else's song. It was like, oh shit that's, that's dope. Instead of you hearing people together, you're like, why was why are they on a song? <laughs> right. How did, how did this happen? <laughs> yeah, it's the equivalent of, like if we were, li- if in the middle of Push It, Biz Markey started rapping. Like, what, the- <laughs> what is this? Yeah, where'd he come from? <laughs> like, call security. Yo, th- this
4: is, this is why I love coming on this show because this is one of the things that I had written down was the things that I missed is just, and you touched on it right there, rap crews, man.
1: Man. There there are no rap crews anymore. Well, is it the I, the Memphis, the Motors, the the Maybach music isn't that a thing? I mean you and you got to be you got to be G's, able to rap to be called a rap crew though, right? The young um, <laughs> uh, The,
4: the bills don't rap, man. Young Money isn't it? They they don't rap. Um, I mean like you got Wayne, you got Drake. I mean if you, you, know if you like them group guys, group,
1: I mean, okay. You but, know what they are now? I'm gonna tell you exactly what they are. The Junior Mafia. Yeah, exactly. The exactly. Junior Mafia. Exactly. exactly. They got the, the person up front, that one side dude. Yep.
4: And a whole bunch of... And a whole bunch crew. of other people. Yeah, and, and, and you know you couldn't even pick them out of a lineup. No. Um. Yes, I, I miss I miss the crews, man. I mean, you know, here's the thing. Like, you know, you've done podcasts on the Juice Crew, Wu-Tang. I mean, crews like that, like, you just... One of the things that I loved about the, the cruise was, is that everybody had to be able to be dope. Like you couldn't be in a crew. I mean, like, okay. Take juice crew. For instance, we have our favorites, you know, we have some that we may not rock to a, as much as the others, but for the most part, there was no body in the juice crew. That was like the, 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 <laughs> the whack one. The you know what I'm saying? The, yeah, <laughs> just, you keep getting this drag on slander. So funny to me. Um, but, yeah, there was nobody that was just really dragging down the crew. And I think, and and I don't know if because of the level of competition, about money or anything like that, but, like, nobody is crews anymore. And, yeah, you might have, like, T.I. has Hustle Gang. And I, I don't even know half those guys. I didn't, I didn't know he had Hustle Gang. <laughs> I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. But the thing is, though, it's, if and it, I'll use Ti as an example. If you use Ti in the hustle gang, here's the thing: like Ti is the guy. So if he's on a track, people are checking for it. Man, nobody's checking for them dudes if they if they just rhyming by themselves, right. you know. And it was and the same went for like Eminem and his D12 crew. I mean, like when M was on the tracks, yeah, people check because people were checking for Eminem. But once Eminem, if you, you you don't even know what them D12 dudes are right now,
1: Man, you know. So
4: it's. Exactly. So, you know, I just missed the crews, man. And it, it was I think that was a part of the blend of hip hop because if you take, you know, and I go back to Juice Crew, if you dissed a juice crew, you dissed everybody. So you had to be you had to be prepared to go to war against not just whoever it was you were battling against, but if you dissed the juice crew, you had better have a crew because your crew was gonna be ready to do battle because they were gonna come after everybody, and if your crew wasn't tight, you were gonna feel the brunt of it. But I just I miss the crews, man. I mean, like, there's no it's all about individuals, and even like you mentioned, maybe music or whatever. Though I mean, you got Ross, you got you got a couple other dudes, but it's it's not it's not a crew because everybody's not tight. Nah, and that was the thing
1: of it. What made it It was organic These people Grew up with each other Exactly Or exactly. Or they knew about each other Because they lived Around the corner From somebody And so It was like um, Oh yeah My man like You know G-Rap was like I He was rapping Um By himself And Somebody was like Yo You should link up With my man Polo He was like I heard of Polo But I didn't know Polo mm-hmm. and, and Because he was Um he was writing, um, he wrote, he wrote um, you remember um Chick on the Side by n Pepper? Yeah. G-Rap wrote that.
4: Wow, did not know that.
1: <laughs> it was that was when it was called Love Bandit. If you listen to the song, that's what they say in that song. Matter of fact, when it first came on, it's like Love Bandit, that's it was called Love Bandit, and then um Herbie Changed to Chick on the Side. Wow. But and uh, see that that's
4: the thing, man. Like it, it and you get when you're when you were in cruise. You can go to this crew and say, "Hey, okay, well, hey, we need you to do this. Can you do that?" And I mean, like, it was all love, and it's yeah. just, it's, it's totally different now. But yeah, that's that's one of the things I miss. You when you and I had that written down, and when you started talking about the crew, man, that's that, it just hit home, man, because that the crew is just
1: non-existent in, in anymore in hip hop. Nah, man. I mean, because every everything is a posse cut now, but there's no real posse. It's just a group. Everything is um. Uh, we're all in the same game. <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of people. It's just, it just, it just, it just a bunch of. Motherf- I mean, and, and 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 that's not to say that in the eighties and nineties you didn't kind of have that. Like, um, don't curse. Don't curse has just a group of dudes on there that didn't <laughs> really oh, you was like, there's no reason why Coogee Rappers on a song with Q-Tip and Grand Poopa, or Heavy D, was the most out of place person on there, except for when you talk about what the subject matter is. Exactly. But you could tell it wasn't a um record label that put that together like hey I want all y'all to be on the song together it was we know each other I know him and he know him through him and, and they dope and this person he um, Pete Rock, is my man's cousin and he worked with you know so it's like okay let's all do a song because exactly we, we respect each other so let's, so let's crush it instead of listen we gonna sell so many records if Drake if you mm-hmm. do a song with Nicki Minaj on it and get Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, you supposed and then, to win. <laughs> and then it's like, what are we gonna rhyme about? It really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> he's, just gonna, rhyme. he's gonna email you his verse, and she gonna put her verse on Instagram. You copy and paste it, and then <laughs> we gonna all put it on SoundCloud, and then uh, and then we gonna have a, we gonna have a dope song. And the, and the thing is, the songs, you know from. Uh, I don't know, 99, 2000 Mm -hmm. have zero shelf life.
4: Yeah, they do.
1: So I I miss back when you would rock with a song multiple summers. Like, I remember rocking Paid in Full. Paid in Full came out with 86, 87. Mm -hmm. I was still rocking it after... Follow the Leader came out, like, right? So I'm still rocking it like it was brand new, and and it has shelf life. Like even to this day, you turn it on, but it's very, very little that came out since. Like I loved um, um what's my man's joint? Um, college dropout.
4: Okay, Kanye, yeah.
1: It was one of the best albums to come out in like a five year span. Mm-hmm. But I don't throw it on. No, no. I, I
4: will every now and then it's, it's funny you mentioned it. I listened to it the other day. Um, but
1: like if it's on, I'ma listen to it. If the song if I'm on serious and I turn to one of the songs, I'ma listen to it. If I'm if if somebody says something that reminds me of one of his verses or something, I come home and play that song. But it's not, you know, I'm about to drive to such and such. Let me throw in that Kanye. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know it's, not, it's not going to be your go-to album. But
4: I'll put um, it on Yo Bum Watch The Show easily. You know what? It, it's, it, it doesn't. And it's funny because I had this same conversation with my oldest son. He's 16. And uh, I was like, Dion, I said, you know, I said, the thing about your music is, I said, here's the thing. The music that you hear me listening to now and he's and what, what I love about him is that he's, he's vibing out. He's, like, he's, he's he's on the 88 music right now. So it, it's good that he can actually listen to that and understand it. He actually appreciates it. But I was telling him, I was like, look, the music that I listened to when I was at your age, I said, that's the music that I'm still listening to today. I said, so 15, 20 years from now, I said, when you're married and out of my house and have a family of your own and you're out of my house and out of my pocket, <laughs> I was like, you're gonna be having the same conversation with your son. I said, but only difference is that you're gonna be looking back and you're gonna you're gonna wonder why you listened to the Migos. I was like, and you're not gonna understand because the music is gonna be like so. It's gonna remind you of your time in high school, yeah, and you did the little silly dances that you do. I was like, but it's but you're gonna to listen to it and you're not gonna get any kind of value out of it. I said, I can't say the same for my music because the music that I listened to when I was your age. This is the music that me and you are listening to right now in the car. I said, and just like, you see how I'm vibing to it? I said, because the music was dope. I said, and you know, it's not, you're not going to have that. So he understood where I was coming from. And it's like you said, man, I just, there's very few, there's some albums, some artists, but not a lot that I could pull back from 2000 on and just say, okay, yo, I'm going to jump in the car. I'm going to go run, go for a run. I'm going to put this up, pull this up on Spotify and listen to, or I'm going to, I'm at work. I'm gonna to listen to such and such's album. Like you got like for me, I have to be in a mood to listen to it. And I, I pulled up much like you. I pulled up College Dropout because I heard it on the way to work that morning. So I was like, "Yo, let me pull it up on Spotify and get to work."
1: Right. Hey. It's one of those, but you know, a lot of that music is something that's like somebody says something or you heard something. You're like, you know what? I haven't heard that in a while. But exactly. Let me go back album. and listen to but it. But there's other albums that you like. I'm about to go throw this on because that was my shit. You mm-hmm. know, it was like. I, I'm I'm about to listen to Payton Fool. I'm about to listen to Living Large by Heavy D. Right. Like I'm about to listen to that. And that's when I go to my. That stuff is on my phone. I don't have to go to Spotify. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's downloaded on my phone or it's it's in it's in the CD player. I got the CDs in the car. And so, <laughs> you know, and, and that's one of the things that you know from that. And I'm saying dope albums though. Like, uh, The Blueprint. Yeah. The incredible album. But I'm only going to throw it on if somebody said something about song Like, You know what? I do listen to that. I don't know yeah, to I, you know, I, I found it. I just got to be in the mood
4: for it. Like, right. I, I have to... You never have to be I, in the mood I, for, like, 88. Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> I I have a thing where there's certain albums, and Illmatic is one of them, where I listen to every single Friday. Every Friday. Now I listen to hip hop every day, mm-hmm. but I listen to Illmatic. That's one of my favorite albums. Another one is uh, illadelph Half Life" by the Roots. I listen to those two albums and "Reasonable Doubt." Those, I'm sorry, those three albums every single Friday, no matter what. And like, so that's my thing. And and, and I don't have to, <laughs> I don't have to be in a mood to listen. That's just what I do. So I I I, I totally feel where you're coming going from on that one. Um. Oh, here's another one I just thought about that I missed. Mm-hmm. And and maybe you could help me out, because I don't
1: even know if this still exists. Okay. Yo, you remember the liner notes? Oh, man, the liner notes was crazy. The liner notes is how I learned the words to Uncode Lampin with Flavor. <laughs> that's, that's how I, I learned that. I like the, the dope thing about liner notes and... Um, and people listening, if you're uninitiated, that's you know when you, oh, fuck, they don't have anything to open. Um, exactly. When, <laughs> so when you, when you had a cassette tape or or, or, or a yeah, CD, cassette tape or a CD player, up, CD. Yeah, you open up the paper that had the cover on it. If you unfolded it, it would have uh, information about the uh, tracks that you're listening to, and and this used to be big for uh people like me because that's where you learn some of your rappers real names we didn't Mm -hmm. have the internet so so you would listen to your songs and you would flip it through and it'll say jt smith and then it's not until you hear jack the ripper that this man says a man, not a myth, aka
4: James Todd Smith. You're like,
1: oh, okay, okay, you know, and you would you would you would see you would see um, people's names, and then you would see what songs were sampled. It would, you know, it would say it contains parts of. me like, oh, I know that song, mm-hmm. and then you would listen to the song, and 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 the best part though. This is 80s. This is really 80s. It's not mm-hmm. really as much 90s. Yeah, but definitely 80s. Parts, I know exactly where you're going. It's the shout outs. Yes, sir. When the thank yous and the shout outs, where you would, they, yeah, that's when you would find out, oh, they cool. You, hey, yeah, exactly. Special shout outs to Harris. one Oh, he's down with BDP. Exactly. Exactly. Shout outs to Nike. Like, oh, I wear Nikes too. You'd be like, oh, you know, you were seeing people like, shout out other rappers like i didn't know that they knew even knew these people exist because they weren't on their album exactly or in their video in the video
4: in the video and and that really was the only way that you know like you said there was no internet so we had no way of knowing like who was down with who unless you were from those areas and Ian and i not from new york in particular Mm. like you just you just didn't know so when you got the album you open it up you open up the cassette you're looking at it you're reading the liner notes some what, what was dope about hip-hop like he said some of them had the lyrics so you could actually learn the lyrics to the songs that was instead of you know dubbing it and trying to play it back or, or playing it on your tape play or whatever um but really just getting those liner notes and getting and looking at those shout outs man just to see who's down with each other and a lot of times man Cats would shout out other cats. you be like, man, I don't know who that is. And right. then you see they get shouted out in somebody else's shout outs. And you're like, okay, they gotta be cool. And you might end up buying somebody's album just, just the, on the strength of shout out. Like, like, shit, if seriously. you like them, they must be dope. Exactly. exactly.
1: <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Back in the day, we had the least amount of data
4: to yes. go on
1: when picking who you're gonna listen. We used to honestly... Buy an album based on the album cover. The album album cover. And you're like, oh, that's a dope. and that almost screwed me up. One of the dopest albums to ever come out, hip hop albums that ever come out, is Stetson Sonics on Fire. Mm-hmm. Now, this is before talking on that This Is the first album's on Fire, incredible album, but the cover is awful. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and I remember going down to the record shop flip the records I saw it, and I'm like nah never and one of my boys had one of the songs I'm like who is that and he was like I don't know St- Stessa Sonic and I'm like Stessa Sonic and he's like yeah like they had a white cover I went and copped it and I'm like this album is crazy that's yeah, how man. the legendary um, critical beat
3: yep. hmm
1: I bought that tape Solely because they had like Gucci tracksuits on. Real <laughs> fly, real, so real fly. I was like, I'm gonna get it just because
4: they look dope. And, and that, you know, that, and you, you took me back on that. I, I was actually, I went home over the Christmas break and um, took my kids there, and I would ride through my hometown and I showed them like this little record store that I used to go to all the time. And I was like, man, I used to spend hours in that record store. And so I, then now I'm starting to feel real, real old because I'm explaining, I mean, they know what a record store is, but I'm like, yo, it was nothing was digital. I was like, we didn't have all of this stuff. So when the album came out, you know, either, like you said, you either bought it because of the album cover or word of mouth. If somebody told you that suddenly, that they said like, look, your Run MC got a dope album. You got to get that then you ain't got it. You didn't You didn't need no reviews. Now, as we got a little older, we got the Source Magazine. But that was like late 80s, early 90s. But outside of that, man, it was just strictly on the strength of the album cover and word of mouth.
1: Mm-hmm. That was it. I, I mean, I really miss... I mean, I can see myself putting in a tape, laying on the bed, and just flipping through liner notes, and looking oh, they, at the, and just staring at the cover, just like, yeah, they, I mean, you would just lose yourself in it, mm-hmm. you would look forward to, like, people, you know, people would be like, you know, I got the new such and such, and throwing it like, nah, this is not, I like the ritual of going home by myself, throwing it on, looking at the cover, listening to, like, here's, the, here's the thing, we actually listened, oh, no question, to the music, like, we would just stare at the tape forever (laughs) Forever. because we would just listen to the music and 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 i know how like you said earlier some people's like yo we got a slamming beat most of the classic classic hip-hop the beats were so simple Simple, very simple. And to me, it, that was that was way that was like the third and imp- most important thing. We would just listen to the lyrics. If you wasn't saying anything, we just said it was whack and just moved on. It was. I mean, I mean, think about it like this. One of
4: my favorite songs one of your favorite songs too, hip hop, South Bronx. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about the beat from South Bronx. <laughs> I mean, like if you really, really sit down and listen to the beat of South Bronx. It sounds like it probably was made like on a Fisher-Price
1: beat machine. <laughs> I mean, like there's nothing exciting about the beat. It literally could have been a cat walking on a beat machine.
4: <laughs> right.
1: And then it was just like, oh shit, keep that. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's sounds kind
4: of dope, we need to keep that. So yeah, I I, I, I really miss that, man, because the, the line of note, I remember when you were talking about this, I thought about something, like I bought, <laughs> I bought the salt and pepper push it uh, 12 inch single. <laughs> and I didn't even have a record player. I just bought an album. Cause it was dope. I, Cause it was dope. I still got the album at my mom's house. And like I don't even and my mom was like, well you you know, you got some of these records here, you wanna take them home? I was like, what for I don't have a record player here. <laughs> where they're just gonna sit at least nah, at least you have a record player you know so what it's you a great do time
1: man what you gotta do now is you gotta grab those joints and the frame the covers and put them yeah. in the room
4: yeah exactly exactly
1: That'd yeah cool. I, I miss I miss those
4: days man that, that's that's something I definitely miss about hip hop
1: yeah and you know the covers was dope um listen everybody this was this is this is just us going down memory lane cause you know how we do on 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 the show um, and we're going to wrap this one up cuz we got more stuff to get once we once we find once we reactivate jace <laughs> we're going to be back on here doing doing our album joint so you stay tuned for that but but what I want to do now before we before we get out of here my man Kyle got got announcements he got he got new stuff to tell you since yeah. last time he was on the show so I'm going to take this time to give you the floor and you you speak to the people Man, first and foremost, again, thanks for having me on. Definitely
4: appreciate it, man. Always good coming on here talking hip hop. But yeah, I do have a new venture. uh, The 12 radio show that used to be on Blog Talk Radio every Wednesday night. I did that for five, almost six straight years. And it was time to move on. And I've moved on. I do now have a new home. It's called the 12 Kyle Podcast. Uh, You can follow the show on Twitter at 12KylePodcast12. K-Y-L-E podcast Um, You can hear it on iTunes We got a SoundCloud page SoundCloud.com Backslash Spelled out T-W-E-L-V-E-K-Y-L-E Dash uh, Podcast Um, So yeah, more on SoundCloud On iTunes, on Stitcher Um, It's it's a lot of fun, man It's a lot of fun I kind of miss the the live show atmosphere But I love doing these podcasts And the podcast is it's it's just been incredible, man. Um, and, and you guys know me; I, I hit all kind of subjects. I'm gonna talk hip hop. I'm gonna talk about the world. I'm gonna talk about your mom. I'm gonna talk about <laughs> I'm about whatever. So it's been a lot of fun, man. So if you get a chance, also hit me up on Twitter at twelve Kyle the number one two K Y L E. Um, yeah, just follow me and uh, you'll see my tweets and stuff, man. But the podcast a lot of fun, and I promise you, uh, I'm getting my, I'm just getting my feet wet right now with the podcast, but. Uh, my first guest, ladies and gentlemen, it's gonna be eclectic. Right, listen. You, you gotta, gotta do it. If you gotta do it, you going to do it right. Gotta do it. Yeah,
1: I mean, I got you started me off on yours, so I got I, I got to return the favor. That's what's up. Um, listen, uh, we got more shows coming. Um, yeah. so, so, so stay tuned. iTunes, uh, Stitcher, especially SoundCloud. Look, go on there if you if you totally disagree and you think that uh, 2010 is the golden era of hip hop, leave it in the comments. And uh, we we will definitely respond to this. And I'll tell you how crazy you are. (laughs) Yes, it'll it'll go down. But if you want some good dialogue, some back and forth, um, there's a couple of shows on the YouTube channel too. Uh, Just just put in eclectic relaxation. You'll see it. Um, But until then, for my man Twelve Kyle eclectic hip hop, we out. Peace.
5: It's funky at switch of a lever. Some beats are great, this one is greater. And some are straight, this one is straighter. So get on the flow and forget your stance, and you to the beat that make you
3: the my beat, orchestrated as a true way, right? Having all that it takes, make no mistakes. Now with a band, with the flannel, rock, rock fan. hit a hoop, app, scoop up high demand to so get down. Come on and bust a move. Be like daddy on through the outer room. And your sons are a second of none So let's move to the Here's the for
5: my
6: Day destroy faster than a man can say ace to straight. My beat is a depth of five feet. And every mom class is it's so hard to repeat. My beat tough.
5: With from Harvard to Yale, slapping up the beach five on his way to the charts, having radio stations to him up on the cart, rocking Tom Tom, Stan, and Tim Bolly too, playing with Batman Stuffy. And when the pool, I do, I catch flu on my beat for the loo, and I never saw my beat drop down my crew.
3: My beat forever, with this, I stand as a maker of history across the land, although it's true.
6: of the space cause they space waste and the pace of the space is going to your my beat shop stimulated hot like fire implicated for my beats desire amplified expand to my very last breath for that which is a matter of life and death camouflage this beat that'll never get